Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Sports Radio 92.9, the game back at a Chuckery show, hanging out in the Kia studios on this Tuesday evening. 404-741-0929. That is the Solomon Brothers Diamond text line to be a part of our show. Well, it's uh, tough times for Atlanta United uh, in the midst of a long losing streak, and it feels like they haven't won a match in a long, long time. But hope springs eternal as tomorrow night, Atlanta United will be back in action. We'll have all the action right here on the home of Atlanta United, 92.9 the game, 7 o'clock pregame, 7.30 kick. Jason Longshore and uh, Mike uh, Mike Connie will have the call for all of that. We head out to the wadeford.com hotline. Let's talk to our friend of the show, Felipe Cardenas. He is a soccer writer for The Athletic. You can follow him on his personal Twitter page, at Felipe Car. Felipe, as always, man, a pleasure. Uh, thanks for joining us. And I got to ask, what in the world was that on Saturday? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I know. That was tough. That was a tough one, especially I think what what made it even worse for Atlanta fans was that the Charlotte fans really turned up. They really showed up. They were loud. They're right, they right below where the press sits, right below the press box. And they were really rubbing it in. They felt really good about beating Atlanta 3-0 at the time. Atlanta pulled a goal back to make it 3-1. But – it was just a very uh, poor, poor performance. You know, I think you hear a lot from professionals and they say, you know, it just wasn't good enough. But this one was concerning because the team lacked just a lot of perseverance. They lacked confidence. Gonzalo Pineda later told reporters that he felt the team lacked intensity. And I was surprised that he said that. I guess not because, you know, he's, he's being honest, but a lot of times when coaches – that could be misconstrued as a coach throwing players under the bus. It could be his way to motivate the team, but it was certainly a concerning performance. And, you know, I think coming into this game that you mentioned tomorrow night against Colorado, one of the biggest uh, you know, takeaways will be how the players react, how they react uh, in the face of this new losing streak. You know, they're facing a five game losing streak if they lose on, on Wednesday night to a tricky Colorado side. So I'm looking at the players. How do they react? You know, Felipe, I, I will say you, Jason Longshore, and Kevin Egan are the three most knowledgeable soccer people that I have on my show. And and I always enjoy talking to all three of you. And you guys always tell me, and, and I'm not I'm not arguing with you on this point, but that Atlanta United is a really talented squad. They have yeah. good goal scores. They have lots of talent. And this organization has never, never shied away from spending money as far as 
how good they can be. Why are we at this point? Like, why why are we in this midst of this organization since the, you know, MLS Cup? It just, I know it's injuries or this, but it's like, man, we just can't get back to where we were. We, we just can't find a way to get back toward that top of the mountain again. Yeah, and I think it's because it, this, you know, Atlanta United. I've written this in, in, in different columns for the Athletic that you know Atlanta is a, is an example. Atlanta United that you can have great ownership, you can have that ambition to spend money, but that doesn't necessarily mean you're going to have continued success. And so, yes, I, I still contend that there are there are talented players on this team. The problem is that it's not it's not up and down. Eleven players are just out of this world. MLS best 11 players. No, you know, they have three or four players, you know, four tops five, maybe when everyone is really humming players that I think are on MLS, other teams would love to have, and, and they're, they can be a dangerous team. But I think what we realized very obviously on, on Saturday night against Charlotte, and this isn't what, this wasn't just like this big reveal. I think a lot of us have been noticing this over the years to your point is that despite some of the talent, there's just a very there's, there's a lack of chemistry. You, know, you can see it. You can see the team. It's as if they haven't fully gotten over that horrendous 2020 season, which I know is terrible for everybody. But for Atlanta United in particular, it was really rock bottom for the organization. And that's when you saw not only big changes in, in on, on the, on the touchline with, with Frank DeBoer getting fired and, and sort of that's where it started the instability at the head coach position, but also the confidence of the players was just completely shaken after that. And it's still something that I think they're working out. And so, you know, in talking to Yorgos Yakamakis after the game, you know, he was the one that let everybody know that there's a lack of chemistry. He didn't say those words, but he used words like, we need to communicate more. We need to know what, one, what, what this person's doing on the field, what they expect from me, what I expect from them. And this is the guy that just walked into the building. And that's probably the most objective opinion that you can get. And so that was alarming to see the, the new star player letting everybody know, hey, we have an issue here that we need to fix. Felipe Cardenas, soccer writer for The Athletic, joining me on the waitford.com hotline as we talk a little Atlanta United. So the top, what, six goal-scoring teams in MLS, St. Louis is number one with a goal differential of plus nine. The Columbus crew, they're number two, along with Atlanta United, they're a plus seven. LAFC, plus 12. New England, plus eight. Seattle, plus 10. Atlanta United, goal differential, zero. How is that possible? How can you be the best, the second best scoring team in all of MLS and your break even as far as goals scored, goals allowed? Well, I think that that is definitely a sign of, of their current form and the, this current losing streak. I think it's, you know, three weeks ago, you asked the same question. You look mm-hmm. at the same stats, Atlanta, their goal differential was probably plus five or something like that. It was probably looking pretty good. But ever since, they've just hit, uh, you know, uh, a, a cold streak. And, and they, they haven't been able to find the consistency at the, at the center forward position because Yakamakis, you know, he comes in to replace Joseph Martinez. He told us from the outset he didn't think he was going to be 100% ready to go, uh, and, and you can see it. He suffered a, a hamstring injury, and now they're being really careful with him. And so they haven't had that focal point, that, that killer in the box, 
that that's what the Atlanta United attack has always been all about. Yes, they've had the, the, the those different difference makers like Miguel Amaron and Tito Vijalba and now Tiago Mata. And when he's, you know, connected, Luis Arrujo can be a really difficult player to handle. But it all goes through in the end, that center forward, that centerpiece that they can play off of. And that's why they signed Yakamakis. He has not been able to stay on the field. So I think that's part of that. You know, you can see that that streak affecting the goal differential. But to your point as well, John, you know, Saturday was also a an, an example of a team that ran out of ideas. And and that's always a poor sign. That's always a concerning sign for fans because now they question the coach, they question the staff, they question what is happening. In training, are the players computing what what the message is? And if they are, do they believe in it? Because the team got very predictable with how they wanted to move the ball, and they became easy to defend against. Charlotte knew what was coming at all times, and that tells you that a, a team like Atlanta United has to find alternatives. And so that's that's not easy to do. That is simply not easy to do. That's why the challenge now is squarely on Gonzalo Pineda. So with that, because – and I was thinking about this, and – Look, I'm not calling for, you know, changes up top or anything like that, but do you think that because of some of the past sins of their coaching hires that, A, Gonzalo Pineda is going to get a longer leash to try to fix this, and obviously, you know, again, if you're going to be a top-tier organization, you can't be going through coaches left and right. right? I mean, no, no good organization does that. Do you think that Gonzalo Pineda is getting is going to get a a longer leash than you know maybe if it was a different situation if if this team is floundering around do you think that he's able to have a longer leash to get this thing on track Perhaps yeah I think that's I think if you ask Garth Lagerwey the new CEO he would say yes you know he told me you know in an exclusive interview that sustainability and like changing coaches or every every once in a while is, is not going to ever help an organization stay uh, as a contender and, and and build a winning culture and you know he he also he, he knows Gonzalo well they they were they worked together in Seattle so I think he knows what he has in front of him perhaps he also knows what he doesn't have and you know in Gonzalo Pineda this is his first head coaching job yes he, he knew Garth Lagway knew Pineda as an, as an assistant in Seattle. So th- that's a very interesting dynamic. And, and it'll, be, it'll be really telling to, to see how Garth Lagerwey handles this if the slide continues into the summer because he told me that that's when he was going to really evaluate everything from the, the needs that are on the roster, who's coming in, who's going to go out, the performance of the team. Uh, and and that, my understanding was that that was going to include the staff as well. And so there's, there's pressure on Gonzalo Pineda and, and you mentioned it, you know, it's when you do the math, if you include the interim managers, Atlanta United, I think has had six different head coaches in, in seven or eight seasons. It's just, I mean, you see, you see that in South America and that's, that's, you know, a headline, you know, that's, you see that in any sport, I think in American sports and in, in the NFL and BA, anything. And it's just wild. And that, that, that points to a problem above, you know, the, the bench above the benches as far as the decision-making goes. So I think Garth Lagerwey really wants to avoid that. And and now it's up to the team, the players, and, and the staff to make it right. So last question for you, Felipe. And I know you and I have talked about this specifically, but 
the roster, you know, could I mean, if this thing doesn't get itself on track and, and we're only 12 matches into this season, so it's a long way to go. Right. I mean, we're we're not even, I guess, what, a third of the way through the season yet. But if this kind of inconsistency continues, you know, how open is Atlanta United to making roster changes when the you know, when the the window the international windows open up and things like that? How much do you think that they are, you know, looking at, okay, if things don't go well, maybe we've got to get some kind of different dynamic of players in here? I think they're absolutely open to it. I can tell you that right away. You know, we this was just an informal, very casual conversation, but a couple of reporters, including myself, ran into Garth Lagerway as he was entering the building the other day, and he was he's a very candid and, and frank person. He's very open with us, and he mentioned that. He's like, yeah, like we, we've got to look at – what we do in the summer is I think later he told uh, Dukes and Bell the same thing that they plan on bringing in uh, probably three players. And, and I think my, what I take away from that is like, clearly there are needs, but also players are going to have to ship out if, if they really want to, to stabilize the roster and make it more balanced. Because I think what you see are just too many, again, this has been a problem for a couple of seasons, too many players, that have a similar profile. And so when you look down the bench and you needed something to spark the attack, when you're down the man, there's no one there. There, there, there just isn't a, a difference maker like that. And, you know, Atlanta United isn't the only team that, that suffers, you know, from that sort of, uh, you know, lack of personnel, but it's, it's been years now where the, the, the coaches that are here, you know, look, who do they bring on? And, and there's just no one to do that. And so that makes the team beatable. You know, Atlanta United used to be very difficult to beat on the road and at home, uh, and now they very clearly um, are suffering from from that sort of lack of playmaker. And so I, I think it's like if you look at the teams around the league, the player, the teams that, that have that answer, they have the type of player that I think has become the, the money signing an MLS, and that's the guy that can play in 1v1 situations he can play on the wing on either wing you can put him up top next to a number nine he can score goals for you he can assist and he's consistently dangerous and that is something that Atlanta United just doesn't have so that's going to be a big one I think in the summer I know a lot of teams are looking for that type of player yeah it seems like uh, all of our former players are scoring more goals than what our current players are um, you know but- <laughs> You know, that's that's a story for another day. And a former coach, a former coach, Stephen Glass, yeah. had a big win in, in U.S. Open Cup, eliminating Atlanta. It's it's like bad karma, you know? Like, you don't, <laughs> it, it seems like it's something that Atlanta just, like, can't get away from. But I think history will, will run itself, and, and we'll see how, how the club comes out of it. Felipe Cardenas covers all things soccer for The Athletic. Theathletic.com is where you can check out all of his work. He's on Twitter at Felipe Carr and join me on the waitfor.com hotline. Felipe, as always, buddy, appreciate the time, man. Thanks for always good conversation. And uh, listen, it starts tomorrow night. We got to figure out something tomorrow night starting because, again, going on the road for the next two matches, life on the road in MLS is not easy. So thank you for the time and uh, let's see if we can get a victory tomorrow. Hey, anytime, John. And I'll say this quickly. I mean, Atlanta should not be in a do-or-die situation against the Colorado Rapids, but that's where they are, and and that tells you everything. So, (sighs) big game tomorrow night. Yeah, unfortunately. I mean, just, wow. So, anyway, appreciate it, uh, as always. So, we get back from the top of the hour. It will be time for the Falcons' flyover on your news and notes. 
One NFL writer likes the Falcons. I mean, he's picking them to win the NFC South. Chuck Green Kia Studios, Sports Radio, not to the game, Odyssey.com app. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.